Yeah. Hold on. Is we in this John? Yeah, it's really third time to charm. You feel me? Because I'm still a little hype. Let me just tell you why. Take a listen right quick. Wilson in trouble, avoids it, rifles, intercepted, Jimmy Ward in the end zone, game over, Houston wins it. And this young Texan squad led by a rookie head coach and a rookie quarterback are very much in the playoff picture. 22-17 the final. I'm fighting for you, Jack. I'm fighting for you, Jack. Please don't act like you forgot. I stay lost in 
Tearing up a lane. Tearing up a lane. Yeah. I stay flossing in that candy paint. Blowing dank. Tearing up a lane. Tearing up a lane. Yeah. I stay flossing in that candy paint. Blowing dank. Sipping drink. Oh, yeah, yeah. Tearing up a lane. Tearing up a lane. Yeah. Little daddy, you can tell I'm balling from the way I'm flossing. 84s, I'm crawling. Screens falling. As I slide up and down your block with a chain full of rocks and princess cuts in my wife. I'm high down. A lot of people calling. But back then they left Mike Jones crawling. I'm rising, they falling. Cause I stayed up on my grind. Didn't have time to whine, had to put it down. I'm Mike Jones, Mike Jones, Mike Jones. Jones and I'ma stay putting it down to the end. Pippin' pins, trying to put a brand new Benz in the wind. Cause I stay flossing in that candy paint. Blowing dank, sipping drink. Oh, eight of those wine. Tearing up the lane. Tearing up the lane. I wish I could still find the original files for this, uh, for the intro I made. Loop God. That's when I was trying to go by Loop God. My uh my uh my teacher at SAE, he was trying to challenge me. He's like, I'm gonna challenge you. I wanna I want you to make ten beats, ten loops, whatever you want to do, just make them. I'm like, all right, for sure, I'm gonna make them. Uh, cause he was just thinking, like, all right, that'll build habit, he'll catch whatever, this and that, whatever the case may be. Um, and I made ten. And and if I remember correctly, there's actually one. There's a song on my phone right now where that shit was low key kind of hard, and I still love that hook. Like the, I can't even remember that shit, but it's tight. <laughs> that shit tight. The beat crazy as fuck. Like not that it's crazy. Like it's just a hard. Like it's hard. Like it's not hard. Like it's not hard at all. But it really is crazy though. And just like the flow I was using this shit on it, like <laughs> it was really wild. No cap. Uh, but yeah. But yeah. Anyways. Man, shout out one time for the boys, man. You see what's on my chest? Yeah. Yeah, big Houston Texan football. You see what's on my forehead, nigga? Big Texan with the logo. Stop playing with me, man. We was really in that joint. We was really in NRG today, nigga, a.k.a. formerly known as Reliant Stadium, boy. Yeah, we was really up in that joint. We was playing the Broncos. We was dubbing them up. It was a good game. Um, my mom had won. She had she had won like a little raffle picking at her job and whatnot. Ended up getting four seats to the game. I'm like, all right, for sure. Uh, but they was in a different section than where we normally sit at. Uh, same row, same row, but a different section. Usually we sit around like section 115, 116, something like that. Today we was like in 133. Like as soon as we as soon as you walk in the shit, as soon as you walk in the joint, uh where we where you just normally walk in at, at uh on, on that level of the stadium, like it was right there. I'm like, oh shit, okay, we right here. 
And uh, I definitely appreciated where we were sitting. So normally we kind of sit like right behind the end zone, low key. And it's cool, but at the same time, personally, I don't really, I rock with it, but, but I don't really like looking at the field head on. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, it's a weird kind of angle, you know, and when they get to the other end of the field and shit like that, it's just way too fucking, it's too far. It's just, and again, like I said, that's just not how I'm used to watching football, like outside of when I go to the game. So I get used to it, but, um, I kind of, I, I, I want to see what it's like from the side view. Okay. So this time it was sort of in that same type of section, like, sitting behind the end zone but this time we was at the corner though who's in the corner of the end zone so i got to see a little bit more of just the plays development and shit like that that was great uh one thing that did suck was my seat i was sitting in seat one um so it was a lot of getting up sitting down getting up sitting down because niggas coming in and out the row uh when people trying to find they they seats you can't see anything because traffic on the stairs, going up and down the stairs, they really kind of blocking you. So you got to stand up sometimes just to see over them. And I was just sitting there like, dang, I wish I was, you know, I like where I'm sitting, but I wish I was right across the aisle. If I was right across the aisle, that'd be cool. Because even when people coming up and down the steps, I don't have to look past them to see the field. On the other side, you're cool. You know what I'm saying? So, that was dope, but like I said, we was up maybe 10-3 going into halftime, 13-3 going into halftime, something like that. Uh, it was a good game. They damn near came back. It really came down to the wire. Uh, that clip that I played to open up the podcast, that was the uh, basically the last play of the game. Fourth and two, both teams, no timeouts, 22-17. We, we went for two when we had scored our touchdown earlier, but we didn't get it because we knew we was going to need that. Like, hey, these niggas come back and score and this and that. Like, our offense is moving, but at the same time, our offense kind of isn't really moving that well. We need to make sure, worst-case scenario, we can go into halftime. I mean, we can go into overtime. So they're down there on, like, the nine-yard line, eight-yard line, some shit like that. It's fourth and two. Hey. They go for it, and the rest was history. A great fucking pick by uh, Jimmy Ward. It was it was dope. It was and what was even crazier, what was even iller, is that play happened on my end of the field. So I was really just right there watching. Like I was, I actually got to be really really close because at first I was a little tight because I'm like, damn, like fourth quarter like the Texans they're going to the end zone away from us so and they can't really see shit for real for real but the way the game ended up turning out it actually you know it was a blessing for real for real it was a blessing for real for real so yeah one time one time for them boys my niggas went crazy Nico Nico went crazy nine nine receptions 191 yards 30-some-odd fantasy points. I'm dubbing up whoever I'm playing this week. Like, it was a wrap. It was a wrap on Thursday. He had two people playing. I had one person playing, DK DK Metcalf. Nigga went off for 37 points. We really going crazy. But you know what? I said I wasn't going to touch this topic, speaking of the game. And 
and I'm not going to touch it the way I was going to touch it, Pauls, but if there's anything I guess I can – bro, I'm really and, – and I'll never forget, man. I'll never forget this. And it really kind of broke my heart growing up. I, I probably told this story before, but it really kind of broke my heart growing up because I never seen myself as that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I never seen myself as a bully or a mean person or anything. And not to say that I was. Like, I never was mean to people or I definitely never was, like, no bully. Like, that just, that if you if you listen to a few episodes back, <laughs> maybe three, maybe four or five episodes back when I tell the story, about me getting on getting on my homie Wardell in middle school, like that'll let you know I don't fuck with bully ass niggas, but I do understand. Unfortunately, they are kind of necessary in this world. Oh, uh, but I'm used to getting picked on. I'm used to picking on niggas. Like that's just what we do. So my homie Leaf, my homie Leaf, I used to always pick on his little brother Amir. I just used to always be fucking with Amir. This and that shit, right? Like, I just stayed on the mirror, just getting on them and whatever. And I just remember, like, one day, I guess I guess they just finally had, I guess the mirror just finally had enough and this and that shit. And, and, and I'm sure Leaf did, too. Not that Leaf was just like, I don't know. I don't know. But I know I'm sure Leaf knew I was just playing. But at the same time, I can imagine that after hearing his little brother just say whatever he was saying, it was just like, yeah, you right. Like, Don Doobie. He do be just doing too much sometimes and this and that shit. And I just remember, like, the next time I pulled up on him and this and that shit, and Leaf was just like, yo, hey, you got to chill on a mirror, bro. Like, you, you just be doing, like, you just you got to relax, this and that shit. And, uh, and I was just like, all right. I was like, damn, my fault? Like, shit, no problem. Like, that's my fault. I I know I be fucking with Cub, and I'm still going to fuck with Cub, but I understand now it's a... I ain't going to cross lines and this and that, whatever the case may be. And this might have been the same time or a different time. But I remember, again, my nigga Leaf was like, yeah, like, Don, you just an asshole, bro. You an And I was like, wait, what? He was like, yeah, like, nigga, you an asshole. Like, but we, but we know you, so we fuck with you, so we ain't tripping. But, yeah, you an asshole. And I remember that just hurt me. That hurt me so much because I'm like, damn, like, that's how the homies look at me. Like, I'm an asshole. Like, fuck. Like, that's a lot. Like, I love y'all. Like, y'all my dogs. <laughs> like, I'm probably, like, y'all really my niggas. Y'all really my niggas. So that's the last thing I want my niggas to be thinking about. i be like, damn, like, sometimes I don't even want to be around, bro, because he just be on whatever the fuck he be on. <laughs> like, I don't know. I just be playing. I just be fucking around this and that shit. So... I say that to say, long tangent, my apologies. I say that to say, it's the God honest truth. It's the God's honest truth. Now, me personally, I think I'm much, once that got brought to my attention, I feel like ever since that moment, I was really able to just be because I wasn't self-aware about it, but now that it was brought to my attention, and then I could kind of reflect, and I'm like, damn, my niggas is right. I do be, you feel me? I feel like I'm way better with that. Like, I'm, I, I just feel like I'm not really, I just feel like I'm not an asshole anymore. But I am, though. Not to people, but at the same time, I can just be, one, I'm kind of shy. One, I'm kind of just, to myself, this and that. So I don't really like 
you know, I, I understand how I can come off. I, understand, I do understand how I can come off. Because even through my adult life, like, even just how I come off has just rubbed people the wrong way. And I really don't even be doing shit. But that be the problem. I don't be doing shit. <laughs> so motherfuckers, so motherfuckers don't be fucking with that. <laughs> like, I can remember one time Rebecca was like, when we first did a podcast, and she was telling like the home, she was telling like her homies uh and shit. It was like, yo, you remember the nigga that that we used to work with? She sit in the corner don't t- and didn't talk to nobody. Like this nigga got a podcast and he low key funny and all this and that shit. <laughs> like, and I just remember laughing like, yo, first off, that's crazy as hell that like that's how y'all niggas was like remembering me and this and that. Like, yeah, the nigga in the corner that never spoke to nobody, but it was also true. I say all this to say. I'm at the game today. I'm hype. I love rooting for my boys. I love seeing everybody else root for everybody. I love it. You fucking with the you fucking with the squad. You fucking with the team. You down with gang, man. Do your thing. Do your fucking thing. But I will be honest. Sometimes I don't want to be involved in your shit. When you celebrate, you celebrate. When I celebrate, I celebrate. After every goddamn good good play and all this and that shit, I don't want to be doing all this slapping hands and shit. I don't know you, bro. Every time we get an interception, every time we get a sack, every time niggas get excited, motherfuckers sitting in front of me want to turn around and be slapping hands and shit. And now I'm an asshole if I just don't slap hands. If I just, like, now, like, you forcing me. You really forcing me to be involved in your, like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, damn, bro. Chill the fuck out. But then I got to say to myself, Don, you really, like, you suck. You suck. Have some fucking fun. Embrace people. Show some fucking love once in your life. Jesus Christ. That shit I used to be saying in high school really be living. Nigga, shut the fuck up and you get no love. <laughs> I used to be hitting niggas. That's what I'm saying. Like, looking back, I really was like a little asshole. Like, I really was a little asshole. I ain't even gonna lie to you. Like, I wasn't a crazy asshole, but... Sometimes I could be an asshole. Like, I wouldn't get niggas dap if I seen you more than twice in a day. Like, nigga, if I already seen you in the <laughs> it makes me wanna. I wish I could remember which episode it was when the homie Colin, the homie uh Colin was was uh was telling me that when we was doing a pod, he was like, bro, can I tell a quick story from high school? And I was like, please go ahead. And he was like, yo, I'll never forget. When I first got to school, this and that shit, whatever, whatever. He was like, I see you once. You gave that. We spoke, whatever, whatever. He said, I see you again. And went to, went to give you some dap and shit. He was like, damn, nigga. I already gave you dap once today. Like, what the? <laughs> they both from Virginia. Somebody should have punched me in my fucking mouth. <laughs> nigga should have punched me in my fucking mouth being that much of an asshole. But I mean, I don't know. I wish I wasn't. 
I ain't gonna necessarily say I wish I wasn't like that, but at the same time, I do kind of wish I wasn't like that. But yeah, so you know, I just that shit was it was annoying, but at the same time, on one hand, it was kind of lit because I was in that bitch hype. Niggas was in that bitch hype. It was a good game. Everybody invested, so it's like, how can I not? show love how can i not this and that like we just having fun at the game you know what i'm saying but yes it it it, it at times it, it could get a little annoying but then it made me think about like all right like say if i really didn't like get them niggas dap some shit like that like didn't get them niggas a high five i just left them hanging like hey bro like we didn't already gave a high five twice it's the first quarter we got a whole fucking three quarters to go I'm not doing this shit all game. I'm cool, bro. I'm just finna leave you hanging. And it made me think, like, that would be so mean. That would be so mean if I just really was like, nah, bro. Like, we not doing, I'm not doing this. I'm not fucking with you. Then it just made me think, like, that's how, that really is how mean white people are. Granted, it was white guys that was giving me all the high fives and this and that. Uh, me and the little, me and the little homie Kobe. Uh, my mom, my mom's friend's son, you know, we, uh, we was at the game. So it just made me think like, damn, think about that. Like back in the day, niggas going to games when it's segregation and shit, like whatever. <laughs> niggas in Boston, <laughs> niggas in Boston rooting for the Celtics. Niggas in Boston rooting for the Celtics. Everybody hype. Everybody hype. This and that shit. Granted, niggas was probably sitting in one section. All the white folks were sitting in one section, this and that, or maybe not. Maybe white folks and niggas was in the was in the nosebleeds and shit together. And imagine that, like niggas is hype, but a white person will look at you when they look at you. All of a sudden, their face just goes from one hundred percent excitement to like, use a nigga. I'm not. Don't put your fucking hand up at me, you black buffoon. You really think I'm gonna touch that? contaminated shit and get that shit all over me in 1960 what the fuck are you doing put your put your goddamn hand down i'm not that excited to be touching your black ass white niggas be mean as hell i ain't even gonna say a lot to you but anyways spent 22 minutes on that bullshit let's get into it and speaking of black folk, here's a story that has recently recently broke that I would like to play for you guys just to see what you think about it. Where is it at? It is right here. Philadelphia, and I thought there was going to be some audio, but there's not. Philadelphia votes to ban ski masks to decrease uh to decrease to decrease crime. Opponents worry it will worry it'll unfairly target some. Uh, wow, out of context, I totally read that. Like what opponents? That don't make sense. But yes, opponents to the bill. Opponents worry that it'll unfairly target some. The Philadelphia uh, City Council passed legislation to ban ski masks in some public spaces. A measure supports, uh, a measure supporters say uh, will increase 
public safety amid high amid high violent crimes. My reading right now, guys, can I apologize and, and just try to read this over? And I promise again, if I sound like a retard, I'll just stop it and then just go into it. But I would like to give this information. Philadelphia City Council passed legislation to ban ski masks in some public spaces. A measure supporters say will increase public safety amid high violent crimes. But opponents argue it will unfairly target people without proof of any wrongdoing. The legislation passed on Thursday with a 13-2 vote. Damn near unanimous. And now it goes to the Democratic mayor, Jim Kennedy. The spokesperson said he will review the legislation and look forward to uh, our ongoing work with city council and other urgent matters of ensuring public safety. The measure would ban ski masks or bakalovs in public spaces like schools, recreation centers, parks, city-owned buildings, and public transportation. It defines the garment as a clothes-fitting covering over the whole head with holes only for the eyes, nose, or mouth. In Urban Dictionary terms, you do know this is the shysty mask. And before I keep going, because I believe that is kind of what was fucking up my reading... I know I shouldn't have did that. I know it's going to come right back. I know it's going to destroy everything I've made. It's probably going to get you for a cent away. But this game I play ain't no way uh, to fix it. It's inevitable that I'm set where I will stop. One time for my dog. How do y'all feel about that? Do you think that is fair? Do you think that is unjust? Like they said, this will be a reason to unfairly target people without proof of any wrongdoing. Now, granted, you won't go to jail if they catch you with it, but they are going to hit you with a $250 fine. That's pretty heavy if you just feel like saying I'm wearing this bitch every day. $250 every day? A lot of niggas ain't making that in a day. A lot of niggas ain't making that in a day. That's a lot. That's a lot. But I'll be honest with you. I agree. All I've been hearing all year is how wild Philadelphia is. And it's sad to say. It's sad to speak on it. But these young niggas been wilding for respect. These young niggas been wilding for the utmost. By any means necessary, these niggas going they going they gonna get that respect. They gonna take that respect. Whatever it needs to be, nigga, they gonna earn that motherfucking respect. And up that bitch on some. I don't like seeing, I'll be honest with you. I see a little young, I see a young nigga walking around with a in a ski mask, bro. He gotta be up to something. He got to be, especially when it's hot out. The fuck you doing? COVID been over. It ain't no goddamn reason to just be out here in a fucking ski mask. We not in the pandemic no more. We three years removed, going on four, four years removed from the inception, a good goddamn... Mm, 18 months. From the shit really being, you feel me? 
Don't nobody want to see that. Y'all niggas get your, your your fucking eyes getting too big for your belly when them, when you wearing that shit. Niggas walking around this bitch too big for too big for their britches. Dangerous. Yeah, is it targeting niggas? It is. Does it suck that you know niggas is writing laws that that pretty much target niggas? Yeah, it suck. It's trash. Cause we can't ever get nothing else passed. We ain't got no fucking hate bills, no anti-nigga bills. We ain't got none of that. But niggas get the wild in the ski mask, and now all of a sudden, oh, this shit going in the law. That's some fuckery. But at the same time, man, these little niggas is wilding. And, it, and, and, it, and if you feel like this can pop, possibly decrease the bravery the the ignorance, the chaos. Yeah, you got to put that in the law. You got to put that in the law. Cause it's just, it's just, it's just too much, bro. That shit blinded. That shit really blinded. That shit blinded. You look. You can't. You can't gauge no type of energy. Like, yeah, at least you do get to see a nigga's eyes. And you can tell a lot by somebody's eyes. But at the same time, just getting to see the whole, you got to see the whole picture, though. When you get to see the whole picture, you you can make a little judgment better. Like, all right, what, what this motherfucker really on? What this motherfucker really on for real, for real? Ski mask, you don't know what the fuck these little niggas on. You just don't know what what they own, man. You can't niggas can't be taking them chances. Not when shit going up the way it shit going up in Philadelphia. I get it. I totally get it. I totally understand it. It's dead wrong. It's dead wrong that niggas gotta be under it like this, but damn it, it just we the ones. We the ones. We the ones. And I support it. I don't want to see all this black on black crime. I don't like that shit. I don't like hearing about this. I don't like the rep that we got. I just shoot niggas all the time. Like every other culture, that's like what Char- like Charleston White was saying. Every other culture, we all do the same shit. But we all also got our own little shit. But at the same time, we the only ones that really just be shooting shit up for real, for real. Like, yeah, the white folks, they'll shoot up a school. They'll shoot up any type of public area and this and that. But that's like, that's once in a blue moon type shit. I'm sure, well, then again, I don't know. It might be every weekend. It might be every month. Some shit like that, that a white person just decides to go crazy and do whatever the fuck they're doing. And it hit the news and now it's just an all. Oh, it's another white nigga going crazy, blasting shit up. But you, it's every day for niggas. Every single day, black folk is somewhere in America. They niggas is out here letting them shits ring off. That's really us. We really get down like that. That's really our culture. I don't like that shit for us. I don't like that that shit attached to us. That shit not cool. That shit not cool. That shit not live. That shit not low. It's not ill at all. It's not ill at all, for real.
So, yeah. Put that shit into it. But it does make me wonder. I wonder well how, though this is in the law right now, and it's like, all right, niggas wearing this, and we think that that makes them dangerous. Now the issue could come with, all right, niggas might not be wearing ski masks, but niggas, niggas like to wear big coats. In places where it get cold, and I mean, everybody, like, but it just makes you wonder, is this... Is this Pandora's box? It makes you wonder. Is this Pandora's box? Maybe not. This could be a one-stop shop. But we only selling one thing. And that's, hey, no ski mask. You come into the shop, the only thing you can buy is no ski mask. All right. If that's the case, cool. There's plenty other stores I can go to. I'm not tripping off your shit. Is what it is. But if they selling all type of shit, no ski mask, no certain pants, no certain that you know that is predominantly a black-owned attire, black-owned, but a black attire that, that we just rock with in the community, whatever, it's like, damn, damn, that's, we might have fucked up. They might have fucked up. Ain't no telling. It really, really, really ain't no telling. Uh, but yeah, so that's that, you know. Uh, here's a question. I seen this on Twitter and it really made me wonder. I thought I was like, this is a really good. You know the trend, start, bench, cut. Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson, Prince, Chris Brown. Who who you starting? Michael Jackson. Who coming off the bench? Prince. Who you cutting? Chris Brown. I'm probably going to cut Prince. Because I fuck with goddamn Chris Brown. You feel me? So, yeah, I'm probably going to I'm probably gonna cut Prince. Why, why my nigga keep focusing? Why my camera keep focus, focusing in on Kendrick? That's crazy. Oh. So, you already know how that go, right? But. I seen one on Twitter. Start, bench, cut. Meek Mill, Dreams and Nightmares. Future, March Madness. Lil Baby, Freestyle. I said, ooh, ooh, that's tough. That's tough. Really, it ain't tough for me. But that's tough. That's tough. That is super tough. You feel me? Like, again, just, let's just, just in case, you know what I'm saying? Let's just do a quick little motherfucking, a quick recap on, on, the class. Ain't this what they've been waiting for? You ready? Uh, uh. I used to pray for times like this, to rhyme like this, so I had to 
Grind like that to shine like this In a matter of time I spent on some locked up shit In the back of the paddy wagon Cuffs locked on wrist See my dreams unfold Nightmares come Woo! 2012, bro 2012 That shit come on in the club And it sound like it just dropped yesterday It don't even matter, bro But then we got Dress it up and make it real for me <laughs> Whatever that fucking man. Yeah, there's something in stuff for Spin a day to get my blood I'm fighting for you, Jack. I'm fighting for you, Jack. March Madness and Freestyle. See, for me personally, <clears throat> I'm <sighs> let me just go through my little dissertation. <clears throat> Reasons why I love all three songs. I love Dreams and Nightmares. Because it's dreams and fucking nightmares. What is there not to love about dreams and nightmares? Meek is going crazy with the raps. It's one of the illest beats. He really fucking, he really kind of changed the game in a sense for, for the way niggas intro songs. Like, and it's not even so much that he changed the game, but... He made a formula. Niggas know when there's a, oh, that's a dreams and nightmare formula for an intro. Like, niggas know, like, niggas, like, he birthed that. He really birthed a formula with that shit. It's a classic fucking record. It's a classic record. And it's crazy because I seen this shit on, on Instagram the other day. It was like, it was like, bitches, he was like, Women ain't women ain't got no R and B in their tops no more. Cause y'all know the raps just the raps just dropped, fucking iTunes and Spotify and this and that shit. What's people's top top artists, top songs, this and that, whatever? Niggas was like, women ain't even got R and B in their tops no more. The world over. And I was like, yo, that's really the real. That's really the real, bro. Women ain't even got R. The best they gonna have is Scissor. That's the best they gonna have. Scissor. Maybe some motherfucking uh, 
damn, what's my dog's name? Oh, what's bro lucky? Maybe some lucky day. Like that, that's really it. Don't get me wrong, the hoes fuck with Summer Walker. Don't get me wrong, the ladies definitely fuck with Ari, Ari Lennox. Don't get me wrong, the old heads is definitely still rocking with Big Jasmine Shalovin. Bitches ain't on Chris Breezy like that no more, for real, for real. Nigga, the bitches tops is FTB fats and goddamn <laughs> little baby. Goddamn V's, all type of, you feel me? Like, that nigga 2 Chains was not lying. Pretty girls like trap music. And I, and I, that shit is weird. It's not weird, but sometimes I be thinking, like, what what would that have looked like, me growing up? With my with my two older with my two older sisters, what would that have looked like if they was like really really rap heads? Like my older sister Sade, she fucking like she she the reason why I love Mary J Blige, cause she was just always playing Mary J Blige. Like she the reason why I love Mary J Blige. Uh, my sister Tori, like she was, she always was playing like Aaliyah. And shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, always playing Aaliyah. Uh, and don't get me wrong, like, niggas definitely was playing hip-hop and shit, but, like, nigga, back then it was Jagged Edge and Case and, like, Sammy and shit. Like, like the ladies was definitely still loving R&B. So it just makes me think, like, what if my sisters was growing up, like, growing up back then and they was, like, like real hip hop hit, like they was really like damn near only listening to like I don't know Dipset, listening to the shit I was listening to, fucking Lil Wayne and goddamn Fifty Cent and whatever, like fucking Ti. Like what if my sisters put me on the trap music? What if, what if my older, what would that look like when my older sisters really, really put me on to fucking TM101? That would be crazy. That would, like, I can't even really, I can't even fathom that. But even with all that being said, that's really the reason why I love goddamn Dreams and Nightmares so much. There is nothing. I mean, there. I mean, it's really. I mean, it's it's tough. It's tough to find a list of of a of a more beautiful sight than a black woman in her fucking bag when dreams and nightmare comes on. I'm telling you, it is. You're not gonna see many things better than that, bro. You just not. You are not going to, there's, I don't care what it is. You're not going to see a whole lot in this world. It might, just to not sound insanely crazy, I'll say 10. In my heart of hearts, it's three. You're not finding three things better than that, bro. You're not. That's just the God's honest truth. He know, he know, he know, he know. He know I'm covered in his favor right now speaking on this. The Alpha and Omega is, not, is showing me nothing but pure mercy and grace. 
He know. I'm not worried. It's the truth. It's beautiful. It is absolutely beautiful. I love it. I love it. Dreams and Nightmare comes on, of course I'm rapping, but I'm I'm scanning the club. I'm scanning the area. I want to see how the black women react. I want to see them really get into their shit. And they going to do it. They ain't never going to let you down. They never going to let you down. So that's really one of the reasons. That's like one of the reasons for sure why I just love Dreams and Nightmare. Reasons why I love March Madness. It's just an amazing song. There's really not even much to get into about it. It's just an amazing song. What was Future on when he wrote that? Never mind the drugs. I'm talking about my nigga's mental state. What was he on, bro? To just be able to come up. What? Dirty soda in the styrofoam. Mix it up and get my mind blown. Nick, hold up. I got to run it. Hold up. We got to play that right quick. We got to play that just, just a little bit. Just one more. Just one more again. And we just gonna skip the song. Can't touch me. Apply the pressure with the VBS. I try to fall like it was a ship. Try to fall like it was a ship. Lift it up and go to now set. Fuck a cougar like she holly bear. Future hands is dirty, spray legendary. Dirty something in the style for. Spill a day to get my mind blown. Get a mercury. Fuck, gonna keep it so real with a nigga that. Hold up. No, she have me. Fuck on the basic bitch. We gonna wake up and smoke on some blood and fuck. She gonna keep it so real with a nigga that. I'ma come back and always go fuck with her. I remember when I went back to Korea. I remember I went back to Korea 2015. Uh it was after it was me. It was me, Vern, me, Vern, uh, Coons, and and Nelly. And fucking Nelly popped up on us. That shit still blows my mind. I'm not even gonna lie to you. That shit still blows my mind that Nelly just popped up on us that day in goddamn King's Landing. That shit was crazy. I could not believe Nelly. I could not believe when Nelly walked in that shit. I look back and was like, damn, that look like Nelly. Oh, shit, that's Nelly. <laughs> and obviously not Nelly the rapper, the homie Nelly. But anyway, so we so we in P.I. for however many days we in P.I. for. Um, and then I'm like, well, I can't come all the way over here and not and not go back to Korea. Like, I got to touch. I got I got to touch road in Korea again. So after there, after uh, PI, after PI, went and did a weekend. Went and did a weekend in uh, in Korea, and and the homie Rice, the homie Rice had uh, had met had, had met me and Coons, had met me and Coons uh, over there because he was there because both of them they were stationed in Japan at the time. So he had so he had came over. 
and, and shit like that. And I just remember, like, me, I just remember we had went to the club. We had went to the club because I think I had got there on a Thursday. I think I had got there on a Thursday. Um, and we was just up in that bitch. We was just up in that bitch. I remember the DJ dropped this shit. My nigga Rice was in his bag, bro. I just remember, like... I think Rice was in his bag. He was just hitting the meanest stank faces. Like, Cole was just walking on Cole was just walking on water that night. I ain't even gonna lie. He was grooving. I'm like, yo, this is like low-key the illest shit I ever seen right now. We was up in Velvet. <laughs> then you know when Future Post up in Odyssey nah, shoot us a movie. I fucking made the little the fucking little frame with my hands and shit like that. My nigga Rice was just really getting to it. Like we was too lit. We was too lit that night. Um, yeah. And for me personally, for me personally, I have a playlist on my phone and it is called, it's on the list. It's on the list where, cause first off, I don't even think March Madness was first on the list, but it's what made me start the list. It's March Madness. March Madness might not even be on this playlist. Okay. It is on this playlist. That would have been crazy. But it's kind of down there on the shit because I thought to myself, like, yo, it's kind of wild that I haven't even put this song on the list, on this playlist yet. And it's the whole reason why I started it. Because I used to always say, when Mars Man is dropped, I'm like, I don't give a fuck what y'all talking about. I don't give a fuck what you on. The, the, the truth of the matter is, March Madness is one of the greatest rap songs ever in history. There's no way around it. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. It is simply the bottom line. I don't care if it's number one. I don't care if it's number 1,000. It is on the list. Put it where you want to put it. Just don't dare fix your mouth to say it's not on the list. It is on the list. Put it where you want. It's on the fucking list. That's just what it is. So for me personally, that is why I love March Madness. Because, well, it is simply just one of the greatest rap songs ever. It's simply one of the greats. Now, for the freestyle. I didn't know about this song until I think I seen this video right here. And it's almost like, it's almost like clothes. Music can almost work like clothes. And I'll get to that after I play this video. This is a little baby performing at a concert. When I seen this video, and this might not even be the exact video. I think it is, but it might not be. But when I seen 
the video, a video of Lil Baby performing this song at a festival, and the crowd was going crazy. How they just, like I said, this very well could have been the video. And it was just so hype, so amped, word for word. I'm like, what song is this? Like, yeah, I, I know who Lil Baby is and shit. Obviously because of the song with Drake and shit, but I ain't never really, I didn't really go to check him out and whatnot. But I'm like, damn, this shit crazy. Like the crowd going, like clearly I'm missing out. Clearly I am not up on game right now. Clearly I do not know the, I don't know. I'm way out the loop. This shit, it put me on. I really got to see how the crowd responded. I really got to see how much other people really love this song. So when I went back and listened to it and just understood and just got to see the energy, it was like, oh, shit. No, I get it. He is going off in this bitch. Like, it ain't, it's kind of like, it's, it's there. He going off. That's just what it is. But it's like, oh, shit. He really going off. He really going off. And I say that music can be like closed sometimes. Like, you know how you might see it's probably more so with shoes could be with pants you know what i'm saying it really could be with any item of clothing but for me is for me i think it i think it probably hits closer to home when it comes to shoes you know but you know how like you might see something and just think to yourself like that shit is not that shit is not hitting that shit not hitting at all them shoes ugly as fuck i would never wear them this and that whatever blase 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 blah but then you see something, you see somebody one day and they really put it together. And it was like, oh, shit. Like, I see what they did there. I see what they did there. I still kind of think them shoes is ugly and I still probably wouldn't necessarily rock them. But if I was to, I know where to start now. I see, I, I get the energy. I get the math. I seen what they did. That makes sense. If I was to do it, I would, I would, I would reach in that bag because I was fucking with that. Like, oh no, nah, you did that. That's almost like with those fucking the big reds, those miss the the mischief boots. Like when I first seen them shits, I was like, oh no, nah, these shits hard as fuck. Like off the rip. Like I would definitely rock them bitches. No cap. The big ass fucking like wraparound boots, uh, like the the puffer boots. They almost look like Nikes or some shit. Like, not really. They don't look like Nikes, but they got kind of like a Nike sole. Maybe they were some Yeezy boots. I, I, I honestly can't remember. Oh, uh, but even certain like again, both of those boots I fucked with off the rip. But I also understand there was a large portion of people that was just like, "What the fuck are these? This and that." But when I was seeing niggas wearing them, like. See, niggas is doing niggas is doing what they supposed to be doing in them shits though. Like, what's the nigga that play for? I think Oklahoma. Okay, see, or what is it? Shay Shay uh, Alexander. Like the fit that he had with the boots, nigga was doing what he was supposed to do with them bitches. Like he really put that shit together for real. That's kind of how music is. Another song, another song that that happened to me with, of like I was like, oh shit, that's the energy. Now I see the energy you're supposed to have with that shit. 
Now I see how you supposed to catch the vibe with that. And hold up. And, and I'm going to play it for you right here. I'm going to play it for you right here. Hold up. Hold up. Give me just one second because as soon as I and I and I don't know if I heard this song before um I remember I definitely remember listening to the I definitely remember listening to the album but I think I just kind of went over whatever like I just the song just kind of went over my head or whatever the case may be but when I seen this video it was like oh shit here you go put the video in there or maybe i won't i don't know because i really don't kind of know how to do that shit which is really kind of a damn shame i think i know how to do it but at the same time i kind of don't know how to do it but kind of a damn shame but anyways the example was and once i tell you, you're gonna know because you've probably seen it when the sons uh deandre ayton or whatever uh bro's name is uh malik bridges or miles bridges whatever in cam in campaign when they used to, when they was playing for the Suns, warming up in fucking Nevada by uh NBA Youngboy was on and they was just dancing to that shit and this and that. And it was like when I seen that shit and just how they was just like just how they was on it and jug into it, I was like, oh shit. That's how you catch that's how you supposed to catch the bop to that song. Like that's just how you supposed to that's the energy you supposed to be on when this song come on. You really you supposed to be on it like that. And I and I and I really feel this way. I truly feel this way. Like with music, with music, you can really, you really can get on some shit or not be on some shit just because you just you just don't really understand it. You don't fully get how you supposed to move to it. Like you hear the you hear the rhythm, you hear the vibrations, but at the same time, the link, you just kind of missing the link of like, oh, you supposed to just let your body do it like you just supposed to let your body go like this. And once you find out the link, now you can rock on to some shit. You know what I'm saying? Now you can really, you can really get to it. That's like, I can understand that's probably why it took a while for white people to really, really get on the hip-hop because they didn't understand just the simplicity of, oh, sometimes you just only post it, you really only post a two-step. Uh, just a, a smooth little two-step, you know what I'm saying, cool little head bob. You know how white folk is. They, they, they want to jump around and shit. They be wanting to just... Bouncing, just just on their toes all goddamn day. Just they just want to jump, throw their arms around and all kind of shit like that, and you just can't really do that to hip hop. 
Like you can, but at the same time, that's just not that's not what it calls for. That's not what it's called for, and that's really not how it's gonna make you react. The music itself just isn't gonna make you react in that manner. That's just like salsa. There's nothing about classic rock. There's nothing about trap music that's going to make your body want to do salsa movements. That ain't happening. That ain't happening. But when you hear the rhythms and the swings and the tempos of Latin music, you understand how natural it is. Niggas been fake salsa in their whole life. Just stepping back and forth and shit when we, niggas ain't never known. We just seen somebody do it once or whatever on TV or some shit. It was like, oh yeah, that make all the sense in the world. That is how you supposed to do it. When you hear shit like this, that's how you supposed to do it. I really feel like, you know, again, that's just how music and clothes is kind of like that. It's kind of like that. Sometimes you just got to see how, you just really got to see a motherfucker do it. And when you see, it's like, oh, shit. Damn, I get it now. It makes all the fucking sense in the world. Okay, that makes, I, it makes all the sense, for sure. So, that's how I felt about the freestyle. So, with all that out the way, I'm going to get to my picks. And again, they're quite simple. I do believe. I do believe. And I almost I, I almost can't believe I'm going to say this. I do believe I am going to start March Madness. I do believe I am going to start March Madness. But I think the reason why I want to start March Madness is because <sighs> dreams and nightmares coming off the bench. Dreams and nightmares coming off the bench is like Jamal Crawford coming off the bench, bro. That shit like goddamn Lou Will coming off the bench, bro. Truthfully, that motherfucker like early James Harden coming off the bench, bro. Niggas know when James Harden, Russell Westbrook, and KD was on OKC, I used to really be rooting for them boys. You know it's Lakers for life. Ain't nothing going to change it. The only thing that could have changed it was Kobe, and he decided not to leave. He stayed, so I stayed. But boy, oh boy, was that a squad to watch. Boy, oh boy, was that a team to watch. And I just used to remember thinking, who the fuck is this James Harden nigga coming off the bench for OKC going crazy? Who, who is, bro? Where the fuck car come from? Arizona? I had no idea. I wasn't watching no goddamn Wildcat games. I wasn't watching no Wildcat games. Had no idea who James Harden was. Bro was beyond deadly. 
He was too nice. Crazy. So imagine dreams and nightmares coming off the bench. There's no way you can lose. You're never going to miss a beat on the offense. You're never going to. Buckets will be had. Buckets will be had. No question. Dreams and Nightmare and March Madness on the floor together. That's crazy. But then again, though, imagine March Madness and the freestyle on the court together. That might be even more synergy. That really might even be, that might be even more synergy right there. For real, for real. Yeah, if I be, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I think, yeah, yeah, now that I'm really kind of saying that, yeah, I think I think the obvious choice is to start March Madness, but it could, and that's crazy to say, but it very well could be an argument for cutting Dreams and Nightmares or cutting the freestyle. But for today, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to cut, I'm gonna have to cut the freestyle. I'm gonna have to cut it. I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to cut it for real. Uh, but yeah, where we at? Damn, it's at 65 minutes. Eesh. Jeez. Uh let me go ahead and get into this too quickly. Cause this is kind of crazy. This is this is just a little crazy. Uh Shorty was talking, and then people tried to, and I just thought that was a little odd. Hold on. Has there ever been a celebrity that you were shocked to find out that likes your music or mm. someone that re- you were like, they know my name? What? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like definitely Drake. Like, yeah. I was low-key waiting for him because right. I knew it. <laughs> He's going to come. He's right? going to come. <laughs> so I was waiting for that follow and hey, he was there. So he followed you on, in- on Instagram? Yeah. Really though? Any yeah. work coming with Drake? Maybe. Maybe? Mm. Maybe. Now... If you don't know, that is the young Tyler who has the song, Make me sweat, make me harder, make me lose my breath, make me water. Amazing song. And people been trying to get on Drake for following her. And people been trying to say, like, he was, like, there's one video saying that he was trying to pressure her to have sex. I don't know if any of this is true. I have no idea. Maybe he was. I, I don't know. But just that even being, like, a thing, you know, like, that's kind of weird that that's, like, where people was going. Like, here's, like, listen to this. Here is a new blind item about Drake. First off, what is a blind inappropriate item? pressure he is putting on Tyla. This one named foreign born singer has a viral hit right now. She is also being pressured by the former wheelchair actor to sleep with him if she wants any continued success. And again, this is Is Tyla, her hit song Water and Drake. And the related headline reads, I don't like guys that approach me. Singer Tyla. Who said anything about Drake trying to approach Lil Mama? Like, is that not weird? That now that just because Drake is however old and this and that and he like he followed her on Instagram, bro. It's a simple Instagram 
Maybe he does want to be. She's a pretty girl. Maybe he does want to be. I don't know. But if he don't, and all he did was just, it's an Instagram. You you have the hottest song. You have one of the hottest songs in the world right now. That shit is really a fucking bop. Of course Drake is going to follow her. Of course he probably wants a song with her. It's Drake. If there's anybody that can get in the bag that she gets in, it's him. Don't get me wrong. Travis Scott on the, got on the remix, and he killed that shit. That nigga Joe Bud was trying to act like, you know, I remember on that one episode, he was playing it for the for the crew. And he was like, you know, just kind of kind of shitting on it a little bit, but everybody was listening to it like, shit, I don't know about this one, Joe. This nigga Travis really going crazy. That's how I felt when I listened to it. I was like, oh, Travis in a bag right now. These melodies is hitting. These melodies is hitting. Why wouldn't Drake want to do a song with her? Just like Drake has done songs with every new artist that's popping. Again, Lil Baby, JB, goddamn countless others. I can't even think Migos. Like, that's just his whole M.O. That's been his M.O. Is reaching back. Excuse me. Reaching back and fucking with the and, and fucking with the with the with the newcomers. That's his thing. He did it with Ice Spice. You know what I'm saying? He did it with Sexy Red. Like, that's just what he do. He fuck with the he fuck with the newcomers. He fuck with Yeet. He got Tizo touchdown on his album. Standout. Highlights of the album. Arguably. The best parts of his album could be Tizo Touchdown. Tizo Touchdown at the end of 7969 Santa. Bro. Like, what? I hate that that part is only a minute long. But that's probably what really makes it the best. Like, it's a cold ass outro to a song. It's insane. But that's his thing. That's what he do. Yachty's not a newcomer, but he's still the youth. He still ain't nothing but 24, 25, some shit like that. Like, that's his whole MO. I just think that's mad whack and mad crazy that just because the nigga gave the woman a simple IG follow that now all of a sudden people are pulling inappropriate shit and Drake being a predator out their ass and what like fam relax it is it's again I'm not saying that the nigga doesn't find her attractive I'm not saying that the nigga wouldn't want to be I'm just simply saying bro to say like that's 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 extra that's a little extra and I just I just don't think that's necessary I don't think that's necessary at all oh all right, let me get into this last topic. And it's going to be a quick one, but it's just questions. Do men cheat because we can't help but try to obtain what we're attracted to? But we stay with the woman we actually like. We don't want to lose the woman we like, which is why we usually choose Regular women to date slash marry. So what I'm saying is, 
Men will cheat with anything for the most part. I, I, I would say that's safe to assume. If she's decently attractive from a five and up, yes, a nigga will a nigga will 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 get it with her. If you an if you a dude and you are eight, nine, and ten, yes, you would definitely fuck on uh, on a bitch that's a five. No question. But you will definitely fuck on a ten as well. But I don't think men necessarily want to wife the women that we're super attracted to for whatever reasons. Maybe personality-wise, maybe we might think that it could be too much of a hassle in this and that. Maybe the super attractive woman just has a different outlook on life different morals, different views that just don't necessarily align with a long-term dating, uh, a, long a long-term partner, a long-term mate. But the regular woman, that's just your average plain Jane, she's probably somebody we really, really connect with. You really, really connect with. You know what I'm saying? So you you stick with that's the woman you really love. That's the woman you don't want to lose. Cause that's the woman you chose. Like I said, when I, I can think of when I think about all the men that that I've come across just in life that have been married, whether I worked with them, I mean that's normally where it, where I would meet them, whether I worked with them, you know, military or I just know them through through somebody or whatever the case may be, blah blah blah. Like I said, rarely, rarely is the woman that a man wife's is what maybe women would think would be the prototypical or the stereotypical woman. She's never the baddest bitch. Like I said, I don't, I can't think of many people, many niggas I know whose wives I just thought were like, damn. Like, when I seen them, it was just like, damn, that nigga really married. Like, whoo. Baby is a smoker. Baby is beyond fine. Like, holy shit. She's beautiful. No. I'm not saying that most niggas' wives that I see be ugly, niggas that I whatever the case. Like, they just be regular bitches. They just, they just like, yeah, I'd give her dick too. Yeah, I'd give her some dick. I'd give her some dick, but she's nobody I'm writing home about just off the looks. Personality-wise, this and that shit, she could be amazing. She could be great. Like, oh, shit. Like, I get it. Like, yeah, this is really a dope woman. But off looks, most of the time, I would say easily 85% of the time, it's like, yeah, no, your wife, I would give her dick. Yeah, like, I'd give her some dick, for sure. No question. But, bitch ain't nobody special to me. Bitch don't look like nothing really to me. For real, for real. Like, again, not even saying they ugly. It's just, eh, for sure. I get it. I'm not mad at it, for sure. Do you think? I really feel like that's what it is. And, you know, and I was watching this video the other day, um, actually last night, and 
and they was just saying this lady, this lady was interviewing was interviewing with this guy, and she was just saying how like you know, super beautiful women, they also have a hard time finding partners because for the most part they really just trigger people men's short term dating strategies. They was like that's why when a when when a woman. That might like say uh, say a woman knows that you like or that you think one woman is sexy or whatever the case may be. And she might throw some shade like, oh, yeah, but she's a hoe. She's a slut, this and that. And it was like they don't even realize they don't even realize that they really it, they really helping little mama out by by another woman throwing shade on the bad bitch. They don't even realize that that that's everything we wanted to oh damn for real she 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 be going oh word for sure i didn't know but i'm glad you confirmed it because that's all i was trying to do in the first fucking place that's all i was trying to do that's all i was trying to do and i also think as men and this where and this is where and maybe ooh Maybe this is where I can see where women come from with the insecurity thing, but this is also the problem. The problem with a lot of the women saying shit about the insecurity shit now is y'all, but y'all aren't the natural beauties. Y'all aren't the natural sexy women that just every nigga, like as soon as you just walk in a room, you just steal the show. No, y'all bitches steal the show because you got your ass out. Y'all bitches still the show because y'all got y'all's titties out just on some, just on looking, just looking like you ready to give up some pussy. I say that to say, I think one reason why niggas, or, or maybe I shouldn't say this. Maybe this is just me. Maybe I'm projecting saying this. But one reason why I've always been attracted to the plain James is because I've always been attracted to low-key women. I'm a low-key nigga. I like low-key women. And I also, me personally, I don't want to be, I don't want to be with a woman that every nigga want. I don't want that. I, like the nigga, every night I got to fight for my love. No, I don't want that. I don't want that. As long as I'm attracted to my woman, I don't, I don't give a, I, 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 I want you to think she's ugly. I want you to, like, it don't mean shit to me. Because that's just less shit I got to deal with. That's less shit I ain't got to worry about going upside a nigga's head. I ain't got to worry about a nigga trying to go upside my head to prove something. You know what I'm saying? I ain't got to worry about my bitch trying to fight off her discipline because every because now just so many niggas is on her and now she just oh yeah every nigga is better than my nigga now because clearly every nigga want me so i might as well test out the options like and i know again that sound crazy i know that probably sound crazy probably sound like some sucker shit this and that whatever like yeah of course i want a cute woman of course i want niggas to think like oh yeah she's cute she's pretty this and that but like i said when I see other niggas, like, like I said, it really is really niggas' wives. Like, I probably see mad couples. I probably see mad couples 
and think to my like, but I can't even say that because because again, it's really just simple. Yeah, I'd give your bitch some dick. That's like today at the game. One one uh, homie that was on that was on my road. Him and his bitch was coming in and out a handful of times. It looked like Shorty had a little ass on her, but in the face she was all right. She was cool, whatever. She might have been Asian, might have been Spanish. I don't know. But she looked like she she had a little ass on her, though. So every time she walked by, yeah, I'm thinking in my head, like, I would be, uh, yeah, I would I would fuck Shorty. And I'm kind of thinking, like, damn, he a lucky nigga. He get the fuck on Shorty. This and that. But that's, that's it. Because I don't know the woman enough to care about any fucking thing else. So, yeah. I guess it's cool. It would be cool. Like, I'm like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I guess, I guess it would be cool for, for who I, for an ego boost. Like, what am I trying to be a cuck? Like, do I really want to see niggas just fucking on my bitch again? Like I just said it before. I don't know. That could be some shit that I like. I don't know about the cuck hole shit, but the swing and shit, like it could be some shit that I could be into. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Don't get on me. Ain't no puppy. Don't freak out. But you, but I'm saying though, yeah, it'd be cool, nice, and like, oh yeah, like you got a pretty woman, like bro got a pretty woman. Because if you got a pretty bitch, it's like, all right, what, what do you do? That's just like Shorty was saying. You walk into the room as a man. You walk into the room, and you got a pretty ass woman, and all the women know that. Like, oh damn, like this bitch is bad. This bitch is pretty as fuck. So what the fuck is it up with this nigga that she chose him? Well, now she in competition. She don't. She want your attention. She'll do anything to get your attention just for the simple fact that now that would make her feel prettier than your woman. She don't even know your bitch. She don't even know your bitch. She don't even know you. But just for, just for her own ego... She want to try to get you to lock eyes with her and this and that shit just so she feel like, you know what? I was tripping. When the bitch walked in, I thought she had us all. I thought she had us all. But her nigga peeping. Guess I was wrong. I shouldn't have shorted myself like that. Ain't that about a motherfucker? I'm really that bitch. I ain't even got to, I ain't, nigga, I ain't even got to give you the pussy no more. I don't even want your dick. Your eye contact was enough. That was enough for a woman to walk away, leave, go home and go to bed that night and think to herself, you know what? I actually really am the baddest bitch in the world. And now I'm about to move like it. Crazy. Crazy. That's probably how niggas feel too. One is still a niggas like, yeah, I, I don't even want you, bitch. I just want to fuck her just so I can still feel like, all right, I'm that nigga. Because she got somebody. And she was willing to risk it all. She was willing. She was willing to risk it all just to come fuck with me. Cause I thought she was attractive. Cause I really thought she was looking good. And I just want to see if I. I just want to see if I can do it. That might be an issue when you dating eights, nines, and tens. But again, if you just dating you a regular little six, seven. It is what it is. You might not have to deal with that. You might not, you know, who knows? I know that kind of got off from the for, from the initial point of why do men cheat. 
But it was more so not not so much of why men cheat of just I think it's more so just the the uh the psychology of how we actually do choose our mates. You know what I'm saying? Like and the trade-offs, you know? What are the trade-offs? What do we really want? There was just like I, and that that video was really, really interesting. It was super interesting. Uh and just one of the things they were saying of just like, you know, and, 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 and we we spend too much time nowadays thinking about settling instead of looking looking at settling as settling instead of looking at things as, as a trade-off. It's like, okay, if you're a man or a woman and you're single, like if you're a man and you're just going to choose the single life and batch whatever, like now it's just going to be lonely and it's going to be a lot of depression and this and that shit. I feel that. I I personally can speak from that. I have been I haven't been in a relationship one a meaningful relationship that I truly cared about since 2020. Uh like I said I had an on and off situationship for like 2 years with a chick but did I have love for her and shit like that but I wasn't really invested. So I could only care but so much, you know what I'm saying? Uh but they was just, but the lady was just saying a man that chooses not to have family and not to it's really a slow suicide. Because now you 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 don't have any purpose. You don't feel like you have any motivation. You're not responsible for anything. So you just... And I feel that shit. I truly feel that shit. Same with a woman. It's like, you're not... You're going to be lonely, this and that, whatever the case may be. But the, that's a trade-off for just being in the streets. The trade-off for getting married is, yes, shit could end. Shit could go terribly wrong. But if you are married, uh, a nigga will live damn near four years longer. Uh, the trade-off is you get to have love and companionship, but maybe the sex isn't going to be that great because you just chose a regular vanilla-ass woman that don't really be doing shit and ain't really like that's what you chose. That's just the trade-off you're going to have to make. That's why niggas will go and fuck with an escort or this and that shit because every now and then a motherfucker just want to have something a little more fun. You know what I'm saying? Like listening to the JBP. And it was just and or whatever or some video I seen with that nigga ish and he was just saying contrary to popular belief with women, y'all's box like y'all box really don't be hitting on shit. It really don't be hitting on shit. Like, yeah, some some hoes you might come across, and it's like, man, this shit really is, like, you got that that shit. But the rest of, like, majority of it, it's okay. Just like how y'all say, just like how women say, oh, we don't really, men rarely make us come. We rarely come from sex. Y'all think y'all's pussy so ill because we come or we'll come fast and this and that shit. Bitch, I, I come fast watching porn beating my dick dry. I don't even know when the last time I used lotion or any type of lubricant to beat my dick. I couldn't even tell you. The shit be messy. And it ain't nothing for me to nut once I find the right video and goddamn a minute of some goofy shit. Like, that's just what it is. That's what that's just what it is. So, yeah, of course, I'm going to nut. Of course, I'm going to nut with you. Of course, I might even nut fast. I'm excited. 
But you put like your pussy might even again, not the shit, but my ex. It was it won't hit no shit. Now possibly that could have been because well, she's really more into what maybe women just stimulate her more and this and that. But at the same time, I remember the bitch showed me, <laughs> bitch showed me a letter. The 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 chick that that when we had broke up the first time that she was dating, and they stopped dating, and the chick wrote her like a long ass like email or this and that shit. Even Shorty put it in the email, and your pussy is this and that. Your pussy ain't even hitting no shit. Is whatever, whatever. And I was like. No cap, shorty, really keeping it real. She she really got on your ass right there. <laughs> she really got on your ass. <laughs> she really got on your ass because your shit is really okay. Like as far as it's the furthest thing from the best pussy I've ever had. Like sex with my ex was really just it was very vanilla. It was very boring. It was just whatever. Honestly, it was really just whatever. Like yeah, sometimes it was like really fun, but for the most part, my nigga won't really hit no shit for real for real but i fucked with her i i didn't care you know what i'm saying like i fucked with her on just so many different other levels so it was just like whatever like it's cool um but anyways guys i was gonna go a little further into that i'm sure i could and i kind of forgot where i was going because my fucking camera battery died so it kind of, as I was talking, I was looking at that and just kind of thinking to myself, like, ah, oh, damn, like, that sucks. Uh, so I kind of lost my train of thought uh, with that shit. But, yeah, anyways, long story short is, who knows? Fuck it. We're fitting in the pot. What do y'all want to hear? Y'all want to hear some white, some white shit, some Spanish shit, some hip-hop shit. Some R and B shit. Like what y'all what y'all gotta what y'all in the mood for? What y'all in the mood for? I don't know what I wanna I don't know what I wanna close the pod out with. For real, for real. Actually, you know what? Cause I haven't heard this song. I, this song came on the other day. Uh again, speaking of the raps, uh the the end of the year wrap ups and shit like that. I was listening to uh this year's joint. And then I seen, like, on my phone, like, I still had my 2020 uh, end-of-the-year playlist. And then I seen my 2017 end-of-the-year playlist. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, let me see what I was on in 2017. A whole lot of Frank Ocean. A whole lot of Rick Ross. Fuck ton of Dom Kennedy. Uh, mad fucking drum, this and that. Like, I was 2017, great year. 2016, an amazing year. 2017 was a great year, too. That was a really great year. But, um. This was one of the songs that was on there, and I hadn't heard it in forever. And when I played it, I was like, oh, damn. I do remember really loving this song. I do remember. So without further ado, one time for the Funk Wave Bounces, Volume 1. You can rock it. You can suck it. You can even put on your brand new jacket because I'm the man who can put you in the musical bracket. Uh. Party like it's 1980 with an afro shiny and the girls all pretty. With a white girl molly and a dark skin collie. Can I rock both bodies? Hey, new Rari, high ride, both shoddy. Uh, keep the table, can we boogie on the floor? I've been stressing all week, trying to clear through the dome now. Bala la la now, shots like a pro now. Hello, we, yeah, it goes round. Let me tell you how it goes down. 
Even when it's going up, hold me another cup. This your favorite song gone. Don't tell me you in a rush. When I give you all I have, you tell me it ain't enough. I've been trying to clear my mind and wind and dine. Just see, I know just how you like it. I'll back behind you. If I look up at the stars, ain't hard to find you. And that was Cash Out by Calvin Harris featuring Schoolboy Q, Party Next Door, and Drum. Obviously, what was my favorite part of that song? Drum, without question. And that's why, again, 2017 was amazing. All I was listening to was I was listening to Mad Drum. Shout out Big VA. Uh... Cause I was just going to say, say yeah, 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 
bro, when he get to doing his little church runs and choir, it's just it's just insane. It's just insane. But anyways, all right, guys, it's been a lovely one. It's been a real one. Uh, I'm happy to spend this time with you. So let's get on about this joint. I'm fighting for you, Jack. I'm fighting for you, Jack. <laughs>